So, but uh, yeah, we're going to have good service tonight. Uh, we're going to use the same papers that we did last week, but we're going to do the last portion of it. I have some more copies. I have some more copies because I know how people are. So, but uh, we're going to pray and then uh, the worship team can go ahead and start getting ready up there. So we're going to, we're going to go right up to it tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, y'all done made the baby cry. Uh-huh. Well, let's pray tonight. Y'all y'all go ahead and go, guys, and start getting ready up there. Yeah, because we're going to go straight up. We're going to pray, and then we're going to do some worship. Anybody want to do some worship tonight? I know I do. I do. Whew. It hadn't been a bad week, but it's already been a long week. And it's only Wednesday. Wind, Wendy said the week was so long, she thought yesterday was Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, well, you didn't go to church then? So... Nancy, stop pinching the baby. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> all right, let's pray. Father, we are so thankful for you and all you've done for us. And Lord, I just thank you that we get to be here tonight. But Lord, right now, I want to pray for our service that you would just allow us to experience things with you tonight, accept our worship tonight. Lord, I come against any hindrance that would try to stop the worship tonight in this place. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, I also pray right now for Jose, who's, who's traveling down to the doctor to be checked out. Father, they're, they're trying to find out what's going on with him. And Lord, I just rebuke the attack of the enemy on his body in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke it right now. And I speak health and life into him in the name of Jesus. Right now, I release that into him. God, I give you all the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Let me get my headset on. Amen. Hallelujah. There she is. She got a bottle. She's happy. Okay. Hallelujah. Y'all ready to worship tonight? Come on. Put that on there. Yep. Listen, we got some faster songs tonight so we can do some worship. Come on.
getting warmed up. Are you ready? We fixing to have to sing about moving our body and singing our mouths. Come on. You ready? When I move my body, when I move my feet, when I open my mouth, then the darkness flees. When I move my body, when I move my feet, when I open my mouth, then the darkness flees. When I move my body, when I move my feet, when I open my mouth, then the darkness flees. When I move my body, when I move my feet, when I open my mouth, then the darkness flees. worship tonight hallelujah you're not sweating by now you ain't doing nothing Whoo, lord and we just started come on listen we i don't know about you but i need a good refresh today i said it ain't even been a hard week it's just like man you know what just, i want to worship tonight
I'm so hungry for you. I'm so hungry for your presence tonight. I'm hungry for you, oh Jesus. God, we worship you.
worship you. We come to love you.
Come on, give him praise tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, keep standing. We're going to pray one more time tonight before we sit down. Father, again, we're so thankful that you're here in this place. And Lord, we pray for one of our own. As, as I was messaged earlier, Jose is on his way to the doctor to get looked at for a possible stroke. And God, we come together as a family right now, and we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just release a miracle right now. Lord, if there's any clog of any kind, any blockage, I command you to dissipate completely. If there's any leakage, I command you to be sealed in the name of Jesus Christ. A miracle be released to him right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I even pray for those that are in our congregation that are connected to people here in our family. Lord, I rebuke cancer in the name of Jesus right now. Cancer be gone in Jesus' name right now. Lord, I speak to James's body and I command him to be cancer-free in the name of Jesus right now. Lord, I pray that you know those that are sick right now. I rebuke bronchitis and I command a quick healing in the lungs and in the tubes in the name of Jesus. Because you are the God that healeth thee. You are the God that can touch us and restore us in a moment. And we know that you love us. And we release that right now in the mighty name of Jesus. If you agree with that tonight, I want you to say amen with me. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. We can go ahead and be seated. Hallelujah. Little Jose. Little Jose. Put that right there. Yeah, Miss Minnie called me right before church. Hey, guys, go into the sins on this mic and kill the effects on it. I had some on there the other day playing around. Hallelujah. Hey, we're using the same paper as we did last week. Uh, if you have it, if not, I do have a few. I don't have a lot, but I do have a few. Uh, you want to hand these out for me? Uh, y'all need to bring y'all stuff because I only printed out like a few. Uh, Chip said he got his. Mark, you threw it. Oh. Hallelujah. Look, 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 Mr. Lisa, I got all mine. Ugh. Yeah, it's part six. I may have a few more right here, actually, Deborah. I got some more right here. Got some ink pens. I got six also. No, remember you were not feeling well. I got some more. Here, oh, no. oh, pass that to Mike for me. Anybody need a pen? Everybody got one? I got some more. Judy, you got yours? I got some more. Hallelujah. Keep me away. Hallelujah. Microphones sounded a whole lot better tonight, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so if you remember last week, we talked about roles of intercessors. We talked about God looks for intercessors. What is intercession? Uh, we even talked about Jesus, our intercessor. Tonight, we're going to talk about corporate intercession. That's the second to last page. And we're going to get down into that. Hallelujah. Can I tell you, we had an interesting occurrence today. You, you know why you need to pray for your food? Other than just blessing your food? You know, Steve, uh, David Wilkerson, remember him? Uh, what is it, cross the switchblade, switchblade across, something like that. Yeah, he, teen challenge and all that. Uh, 
we, we were talking about this this uh, couple older ministers that I know they were saying that they, they knew him pretty well and they were eating with him and uh, he never prayed for his food never prayed for his food he just he'd be praying he'd be eating so one of the guys got up enough nerve to say, nerve to say, Brother David, uh, is there a reason why you don't pray for your food? Son, I pray for everything when I get up in the morning. <laughs> so that was his mentality. I pray for everything when I get up in the morning. So that, that covered his food too, I guess. But, uh, but uh, Pastor Scott came over today, uh, Scott Holmes, our district superintendent, and visited, and we went out to eat. And uh, we, we prayed for our meal, and this lady next to us, got up and, and looked at me like she thought I prayed, but it was really him that prayed, so it was his special prayer. And uh, just looking at me saying, uh, sir, I heard y'all's prayer, but could you pray for, I have two uh, relatives that have cancer, and, and they're, they're not doing well. Can you pray for, for them? And we were like, sure, can I pray right now? She's, now? Yes, ma'am, right now, and yeah, okay. So we did, right in the restaurant, we prayed. You know, um, I remember one of the names, I'm trying to remember the other one, but uh Shannon and Beverly, maybe it was, was the two names. But, um, yeah, it was just, we prayed for our food, and somebody sat next to us needed prayer. So it was just like, praise God. We had an opportunity to minister to somebody right there and pray for somebody. All because we prayed for our food. Look at the blessings that come, you know, uh, being able to do that. Uh, and, and, you know, Sunday night, I'm just thinking about this, Sunday night. You know, I don't go looking for this. But because we're willing, we see it, Right? I went to, to Beaumont after service Sunday to go to a church service that they were having, and uh, Susan Richardson was preaching, and I'm going to have to get her over here one day. Her, her favorite saying is, is that I'm just, a, if God could use a housewife from Onalaska, Texas, he can use you. That's up there by Livingston. She still says, I'm just a housewife from Onalaska, Texas. The woman has been all over the world ministering to who knows how many and now they pastor a church, but she still says, I'm just a housewife in Alaska, Texas. That's how she always, but yeah, when she gets up there and starts preaching, you know better. Um, yeah. And then when she starts praying for people and she walks by and she starts reading your mail and the mail you didn't get yet, then you really know something's going on. But uh, I was on my way back, and it, it was really late, so I stopped to get some candy to, to make sure I stayed awake to get home. We got home at about 2.30, and this guy said to the register in Iowa, Louisiana, and he's there, and I check out, and he was on the phone, but I was just like, somebody, you okay? He said, man, my arm just won't stop hurting. I said, you mind if I pray for it? Yeah. I pray now? Sure. So I just reached out, put my hand on him, what's your name? And prayed for him right there, and he was just like, okay. You know, and I just left. I never even asked another question. But if, if we're just paying attention, there's things we can pray about with people. You know, and, and not for us, but for them. But we just get the joy of being there. So tonight we're going to specifically talk not about individual prayer, but about corporate. That's us, is a body intercession. Uh, and it's on that second to last page. It says, in A Lifestyle of a Watchman book by James Gall, he compares an intercessory team to an orchestra. Never thought of it like that. An intercessory team to an orchestra. Now, does, does everybody play the same note? They don't, but it sure does sound beautiful. You know, I, I remember playing in band. I played four or five years in, in band, and, you know, we won state like three of those years um, and without a band director one year. And But, you know, we would 
play, and man, it was just like, I remember all those songs. You know, I still like to listen to that kind of music. You know, Vivaldi is really one of my favorite, um, the Four Seasons is my favorite song, you know, orchestra song. But everything flows together. Yeah, Rylan laughs because that's his favorite one too. But I really never played that one. Well, it was one of, but anyways. So, you know, it all flows together, but not everybody's saying the same notes, but they're all complementing each other and they're harmonizing. But look at that second paragraph. I am sure it is not too much of a stretch for you to see the similarity between a musical ensemble of any size and a group of people praying. In the case of prayer, the conductor is the Lord Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit sets the tempo. The score is the word of God and the instruments or musicians, of course, those are you and me. That's cool. You know, does he hear our prayers like that? That's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, And he says here, do you know what intercessors are doing when they pray? Essentially, they are painting targets that draw the powerful arrows of God's glory to earth to strike the mark. Or to revert to the image of a group of musicians, each one of us has a special part to play in the grand heaven to earth orchestration. And we do this by striking the right notes at the right time. I ran across some videos of some guys doing archery, one of the best in the world, the males, and one of the girls, the best in the world, and they have this little competition, and they shoot, uh, what, five arrows each or something like that, and then they, they keep going, you know, and it's, man, it's probably, what, here to the window or further, anybody's ever watched it, and they sit there, and there's a timer on them in there. Man, that dude, he, he's like, he, he will do a perfect throughout, never touching the lines on the center. It's like that big, maybe. His, his arrow is, is just, you know, not that big. And it's just like, my God, man. <laughs> I, I couldn't hit that wall right there with a bow and arrow probably, you know. But you know what? It takes much practice to learn. He has to relax himself. He has to learn how to calm his mind and how to breathe. It's the same thing when we pray. We have to learn how to block out everything and focus on what we're doing. And same thing when you're playing music. You're listening to everything else around you, but you're not only listening, right? You're, you're feeling it, just like we do. We, you know, I feel the bass guitar more than I hear it. I'm feeling the notes being played more than I hear it because our earphones don't play that notes very well, but I can feel it. You know, when, he's, when he hits a wrong note, I can tell, right? Can you tell? I can on the piano because I can hear it. But in the bass guitar, we can tell. And it's the same thing when we're praying corporately. You can feel that, that flow. You know, you can feel that. So James Gall continues the analogy of the orchestra and prayer by naming 11 different sounds that occurs in prayer. Now, we're going to look at those sounds tonight. That, that's what we're going to focus on. Each of these sounds, when brought together in a corporate setting, make a significant contribution to the intercession that is taking place. In brief, there is following. Number one, thanksgiving, prayer, worship, dedication, and commitment, petition, intercession, supplication, commands, and decrees, and rumbly low note with curses. These aspects of prayer align themselves into groupings, much as various instruments in an orchestra are seated together in sections. Quick, put that slide up there. I, w- I want us to talk about each of these. So we c- you, you'll see that, yeah, we do this. Put in that first slide for me, the old second slide. Thanksgiving, the expression of gratitude, especially to God. That's Webster's Dictionary. 
Thanksgiving. The expression of gratitude, especially to God. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right? It, you know, we're, we're doing that. We're thanking God for what he's done. We're, we're being thankful. And so when you're talking about the, the group of intercession, you may have some that are thanking him for the healing. But look at the next one. Some are praising. Express warm approval or admiration of. Some are praising him for the healing. You see, these things work together. But how are we thankful when we're praying other than just saying, thank you, God? There's times where we're being prophetic and saying, Lord, I thank you for what you're fixing to do. Right? You're awesome because you're the God that healeth thee. That's being thankful for something I haven't seen yet as well. So when you're, when you're talking about a corporate, but we're all focused on shooting the same target, right? Like tonight when we prayed a few minutes ago for Jose, we were praying in many different ways, but for the same target. Like when we were praying for Jane, same target. We're all combating the same thing, but we're doing it from different ways. Praise, express warm approval or admiration of. That's just like worship. You have praise and worship. And, and when we sing songs, there are songs that are praising him. Then there are songs that are worshiping him. And then there's some songs that don't really do either one. They just sing of his goodness, or, you know, and they kind of fit in between. But when we sing here from the, from the platform, we try to keep it as praise or worship. We try to keep those. And that's where you see some of the different songs and things. But we, we try to keep it that way. But praise is very important. Stop laughing about Southern Gospel. That's what he's doing. I can see it in his face. Southern Gospel can praise and worship. It does both of them. And sometimes it's in between, just like this music. But praising him is very important. Why? Because if we remember, there was some in the Bible that were healed, but not everybody turned around and thanked him. Not everybody turned around and praised him. Right? So, okay, go to the next one for me. Worship should be the the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity. The feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity. How do you worship through prayer without singing? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's impossible, but it seems to be hard to me. Right? I, I, I think, yeah, I think it's almost a mindset, a heart of, of what I'm saying. Right. Or maybe a posture that I take when I pray. Right. Maybe it's my posture. But to me, because I sing, I'm, I, I like to worship him be, through singing. That's, that's just how I am. You know, I like to worship him through singing. But that doesn't mean everybody sings. So how do you worship if you don't sing? How, how is it that you can worship him? Anybody? Posture. Yeah. Lifting up your hands. Yeah. You know, lifting up your hands is the most, uh, what, defenseless position that you can have. It's a total surrender. On your knees. Yeah. 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 Worshiping. You know, I if you paid attention to uh, Sunday morning, you know, I, I didn't really catch it at first because we were playing the music and singing. And when I, I, I looked later, there was... This whole crowd of people 
their hands in the air. And I don't think most of them were singing. I think most of them were probably praying, but I, I couldn't hear you, honestly, to tell you which. But it was just like so amazing to me that it was a form of worship, but it was a total surrender. So see, through worship, we end up surrendering. So think about this. So it brings a unity. Yes, ma'am. So we start out by some are thanking him, some are praising, some are worshiping. There's all these different facets going on. Look at the next one. Dedication. The quality of being dedicated or committed to a task or a purpose. This is the one we get in trouble with. Well, Lord, I prayed for three minutes. That should have been enough. Well, I, you know, I don't think I have to. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's we want to quit before it's done. Right? We want to quit before it's done. And it's just, no, 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 no. We're not breaking through yet because sometimes we're worshiping him and he said, now nah, I want you to thank me. And we thank him for one or two things. But what happens is, is as we do this more and more, it's easier to have something to thank him for. We get more used to thanking him. We get more used to praising him. We, we all know how to worship because we have a worship team that helps in that aspect. See, all these things come together. It's just like some churches. They, they can't sing for more than 20 minutes. We were talking about that today. The church will say that, oh, we're free. We flow with the Holy Ghost. And, and Pastor Scott told me, he says, I can tell you exactly when they're going to do the offering. Doesn't matter if Holy Ghost is entered or not. They're going to do two songs. And they're going to do the offering. Bless God. People are slain in the spirit and rolling all over the place, and they're going to stop and do the offering. But they're free in the Holy Ghost. You know, and I'm being facetious there, but you understand what I'm saying. And so sometimes we have to be dedicated to say, you know what, let's just stay here a moment. And when we're talking about an intercessory prayer time, sometimes it's we need to hang out right here a little bit longer and not quit because we're almost broke through. We're almost broke through. I, I had to share this with you real quick. Jose sent me something, something the other day that, that the Lord had spoke to him. A wall around the church. It was black figures trying to climb up it from the outside, and they were get over. They were trying to get over the top, but it was getting higher and higher. And the Lord showed him that that was our prayers, building the wall higher and higher, keeping the enemy out. So sometimes we got to keep going because we're fixing to put one more brick, and that one more brick is going to hold the enemy off. And so if we 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 need to be dedicated to what we're doing to say, God, I am going to pray. Remember, that's where when I first got saved, they told me to come to church the next day. I said, okay, what are you going to be doing? Coming to the back room, we're going to be praying. Okay. Uh, God is good. God is great. Let us thank him for this food in Jesus' name. Amen. That's the only prayer I knew. That's, you know, I didn't go to church, but I knew that because we had to pray that over our food. Couldn't tell you what it meant, but I knew that's what I had to do. And uh, so, so here it is now. I get in there, and they're on their knees in front of chairs like this, and they're all down like this, and he just looks over and says, Okay. And now they're praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Oh, and he said, so he, I just remember, I just remember, I think it was Jerry leaned over. He said, you'll be all right. Just, just listen to us and you'll, you'll learn how to pray. And they prayed for an hour. And I was like, my God, are they ever going to finish? My knees are killing me, you know. It, it, but, you know, it didn't take but about a month, so I could stay in there for an hour. But sometimes we don't commit ourselves, dedicate ourselves enough. So the next one is commitment. 
the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, or, or etc. What is our cause when we're praying like that as a group? God's will to be done. The outcome that he is wanting for whatever purpose it is we're praying, right? You know, when you fight a war, you fight a war to the end until the politicians get involved and then, but luckily we don't have politics in heaven. <laughs> get amen on that one, Jesus. <laughs> right, there's no votes. There's no politics. There's, there's none of that stuff going on. And, and when, when Jesus says, hey, we're going to do this to the end, it's, 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 yeah, going all the way. Because was Jesus committed? Even to the point where when he went into the garden, right? God, if there's any other way, nevertheless, not my will, but yours. But I don't want to pray right now. Go pray. But I don't want to pray right now. Go pray. <laughs> right? We have to be committed to what we're doing because it's, we're dedicated to a cause or an activity. Let's look at the next one up there. Petition. Now, most of us know how to petition. Mama, mama, give me an Oreo. Mama, give me an Oreo. We, we grow up knowing how to petition, which is just you keep saying it until they either spank you or they give in to you, right? But, but look at the definition. A formal written request, typically one signed by many people appealing to an authority with respect to a particular cause. It's a written request. But in prayer, we're doing it verbally, aren't we? But signed by many people appealing to authority uh, with respect to a particular cause. Well, hold on a second. So I can pray individually or we can pray corporately. But here's the one thing to always remember. Even if it's just you praying for it, you're praying the word of God. You're praying for a need that the word already says you can pray for. So it's already signed. Right? J just like when, when God made the uh, covenant with Abram. Who did he swear by? Himself. There was none greater. So God has already done that. Jesus died on the cross and gave it to us. And he said, hey, the petition is already signed. Ask anything you want in my name. It'll be done. Oh, by the way, I said at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you. So anything you want. Oh, also, by the way, you sit here with me in heavenly places. So you see, unlike in the world system where you have to have a whole bunch of people, in the heavenly system where two or more are gathered, well, I've got the Holy Ghost here and I'm full of Jesus and so I make three. Right. But then there is a power of the multitude of the corporate intercession that begins to move even more. One can send thousand, two, Wait, no, that, that math doesn't work. Well, is that common core math or is that? No, that's heavenly math. <laughs> that's heavenly math. That's right. That's anointing math. Right. And so when we're talking about petitioning, we're talking about multiple. Bringing them to God. God, we need this. We need this. We agree with this. God, we, need, we agree with this. Can you send this? Can you release this? Right, we're, we're petitioning, we're asking, we're worshiping that he's already released it. We're petitioning so that he will. We're thanking that he did. We're, all these things are going on in, in reality. Let's look at the next one. 
intercession, the act of intervening on behalf of another. That's pretty simple. But this is the part right here where we fall short at a lot of times. I don't want to pray for them. I have my own needs. I have my own needs. So when we come into intercession, intercessory prayer, right, God has put a need on our spirit, and we want to pray for that. But what does our mind want to do? Pray for me. Pray for me, because the flesh is selfish, and the enemy always wants you to be. But God, I have needs. I have needs. You know why I think the Bible teaches us to pray for our enemies? Because if you will pray for somebody you don't like, you will pray for somebody you do like. <laughs> Seriously. You, you know, I mean, if you can learn to pray for somebody that's an enemy, which that's, that's pretty bad, you will pray for somebody you do like. And if you can learn to pray a long time for an enemy, praying for somebody I like is no big deal, <laughs> right? And, and then I learned to not pray about me because praying for my enemy takes pride and squashes it. They're my enemy. I don't like. What do you mean I'm praying blessings on them? God, I need a blessing. <laughs> I need a blessing. God, I pray they get a job. Yeah, but I don't have a job. I, right? I pray they get a new car, God, because their car broke, but my car's broke. It, it takes you out of the way. And, and then the same thing happens when we're in corporate intercession. When we begin to focus on the others. God's standing there saying, boy, I like this. The more you focus on them, the more I'm going to watch out for you. Being selfless. Intercession forces you to be selfless. It's not about me, God. It's about the need of somebody else. And I'm going to commit myself and I'm going to dedicate myself and I'm going to worship and praise you and thank you that you're doing it for them. And I'm going to trust that you're going to take care of me. That's what it's all about. The, the Christian life is about that when you think about it. There's so many times through the years that, that I have said, God, I, I know you're going to supply all of my needs. All of my needs because your word says he will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. When I had a need and God said give to somebody else, <laughs> I had a need. But I had to give to somebody else. And then my need was met. Because my daddy's not broke. He owns the cows on a thousand hills. Or cattle, depending on what version that you read. So, anyways, go ahead. The next one is this. Supplication. The action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. Now, I, the only, I have one problem with that definition. I don't beg God. I, I don't believe I have to beg. My children don't beg me. Because when they start begging, that moves into a whole new area. Because generally when they're begging, it's, it's, not a, it's, it's, selfless, it's selfish at that point. But daddy, I got to have that game. I got to have that. You know, which my children never did that. But thank God. But I've heard some kids, you know, they go into the store and they start that begging business with their parents. And I just want to take it. I got a belt if you want to borrow it. You know. Yeah, and so I don't believe I ever beg. I didn't have to beg Jesus to go to the cross. He did it because he wanted to. And, and I know he's a good daddy. He's a good father. And, and he's going to take care of me. But you know what? There are times I have to ask. 
earnestly and humbly. Father, humbly I come before your throne of grace and mercy. Even though you said that I can come in, I still humbly come in. Humbly I walk in. And I ask, because I have a need, and you said I can bring it. See, it's not like your children who come during Christmas time begging for things. He told you to come whenever he wants. You're, you're sitting there like, get out of here. I know, yeah, get, you know. When, when we were young, we had the Sears catalog, and we would circle pictures and make sure mom and daddy saw it. Of course, they didn't have all those commercials back then on TV. We just circled the Sears catalog. We tear the pages out, and right, that was our way of begging. And, and but luckily, we don't have to do that. We go humbly and earnestly to our Father and ask for these things. Ask for these things. Go to the next one, please. Commands, give an authoritative order. Now, why do you think we would give a command when we're doing intercessory prayer? Because you have authority, taking your authority. But I thought we were asking. We are. We're worshiping. We are. Exactly. We're praying the word, which is making commands, just like I did tonight. God, I release a healing because you said by your stripes we were healed. So I release that healing to him right now, speaking it forth, releasing it into the atmosphere, just like God did when he created everything, just like Jesus did. He created, when he, we did the creative miracles, he would use mud, he would do different things, and it was times he would speak, leave, be healed. He would speak. So the command here is authoritative order, but it's you using the authority that you've been given as a child of God. That's the command we're talking about. Not a command like a general who stands around, you know, and, and he's all this and that. It's a command because you've been given the authority to release it. But watch the next one. They go hand in hand. Decree, an official order issued by a legal authority. So the decree is here, which gives you the authority to release a command. Right here. Here's the official order, the legal document. You know, I always found was interesting that, let me, let me see if I can flip to it real quick for you. I flip it the right way, you'll be able to. Mm -hmm. la, 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 la. There it is. I'm trying to find the, the middle section. The New Testament, the Old Testament, or, or maybe I could put this as the last will and testament of my elder brother, Jesus Christ. What's in a, te what's in a will and testament? Right, New Testament. The old one is the Old Covenant. This is the New Covenant. This is everything that has been given to me. I now have legal authority to say that's mine. I have legal authority to say you're trespassing. Right? When the enemy comes on my property, no, 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 no. <laughs> you cannot come on this property because you are trespassing. I have legal authority right here. Because this was the covenant made with me. Because his blood shed gave me the ability because I accepted it and it now cleansed me and now I have the ability to speak it and I have the ability to decree it. I can decree a thing because he gave me the authority to do that. So I don't have to accept. That doesn't mean things don't happen, but I don't have to accept. Okay, let's look at the next one. 
That's the last one? Okay. Well, I know there was more on here because it says, in rumbly low notes and curses. Rumbly low no notes I look at as, as basically being the fact that sometimes there's just groans. And sometimes we're cursing what the enemy is doing at the same time. Sometimes we're cursing what the enemy is doing and, and trying to push him out for what's going on. So you see, these, these aspects of prayer align themselves into groupings such as various instruments and in an orchestra are sealed together in sections. So you see, they all, they all work together. There's different things that are going on. So let's look at the last page so we can finish this up tonight. So intercession is meant to be harmonious sound that goes into the ears of our Father and brings Him pleasure. The harmonious sound is unity. When our Father hears that harmonious sound, we have a promise that He will do something wonderful. So think about this for a second. When we all come in here and begin to pray, if everybody started praying for different things, would it be very harmonious? And that's why when we're doing prayer like that, we'll give a list of this is what we want to pray for so that we can do that. It's just a vehicle outside. No problem. So look at Psalm 133 right here. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. It is when we are operating in a unity. As intercessors, we have been called to pray. As we pray in harmony and unity, we are in effect moving our Lord to pronounce and pour out blessings in life. Let us be challenged to pray, but to pray in the unity with our fellow intercessors. I believe as corporate intercessors begin to flow and are led by the Holy Spirit, they will all be praying the same things. That's why there are people around the world praying for the same need, even though nobody has ever released a need. Why? Because the Holy Spirit gave the need. This the spirit that's inside of us. And that's why people that are that are intercessors especially have to listen to what the need is, not see what the need is. Because if we only looked at what the need was, we would be tossed constantly. But if we're spiritually paying attention, what we will find is, is there's a spiritual root going on that's creating all of this. Right? I was watching a, a movie the other day that I, I kind of like to watch. Uh, it's an older movie, The Day After Tomorrow, I think it is. And, and the world's currents shifted. And because the world's current shifted, it created storms. But the current shifted because the water started becoming more fresh than salt. So if you only looked at the outside, it was very cold and all these big storms were happening and all of this and what's going on. Oh, it's just bad storms. Well, the general, the, actually the vice president in the movie, refused to listen to the scientist who had dug down and found the root cause of it and said, we need to fix this because this is going to happen. And in the end of the movie, the, the same vice president and says, I made a mistake because he didn't listen to it either. So see, when spiritually, we see the outcome and the effects of things. But when we begin to just pay attention to the spirit, we see the cause of it. We're like, there's the root right there. Let's pray against that root and watch all this wither and die. Because it's always a vine. Spiritually, that's a vine that's choking everything out. Amen. So I want us to pray tonight. I'm going to pray for you as well. That God would begin to give us insight that our eyes would be open to see what is going on. Amen. So let me pray for us tonight. So Father, 
I am so thankful for you, God, and for your spirit that dwells inside of us. And I'm so grateful, Lord, that you put all these things into place. Lord, let our spiritual eyes be open that we would see the enemy and we would be able to track back the root so we could begin to pray against the root and cut the very root that supplies the life to the enemy's attacks. That that vine would wither and die and people would be released in the name of Jesus. Lord, bring a unity in our prayer through the Holy Spirit. And Lord, as we continue to pray for our region, we speak life over this region. Lord, I speak freedom over this region. And Lord, we come against the very roots of the enemy that would try to stop us right now through sickness and division. I rebuke them and I cut them off right now in Jesus' name. I cut them off in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for this family here, Lord, our church family, that you would continue to watch over us and protect us. And Lord, just your good hand be upon us in everything that we do in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You stop it. Big bus pulled up outside or something, so that's what all the noise was.